And we are live on a, boys, I got to tell you, has it been hot or what is going on? It's it's going to break. Something's going to happen here in a little bit. I know Sis is saying we got clouds. Kenny's got clouds. And we got, we're going to get clouds here hitting Clifton. But uh, K&K Sports Show, Kurt Valenti, Mr. Siciliano, Kenny Kirkpatrick. How are you, Mr. Kirkpatrick? Doing good. I missed you guys last Thursday I had some internet issues, was fixed, and uh, I remember you saying I listened to the show, and I'm going to come back with a vengeance. Well, I'm ready to come back with a vengeance tonight. We got a good show lined up for you guys tonight, and uh, you know I'll let uh, let you get into that, Kurt. But uh, Mr. Ciciliano, I'm going to jump ahead of Kurt. How are you doing tonight, my friend? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing good. I'm taking Kurt's place there. And I'll let him uh, him finish off and let us let him tell us what we got going on tonight. We got a couple of things. But first off, we got some uh, comments coming in. Um, obviously, it's Mr. Kirkpatrick, our special guest tonight. He'll be at, at 9 o'clock our hour. David Slade from the Rocky Mountain Sports Report will be joining us for our um, Briggsy Bronco Mania segment. Going to talk a little Demarius Thomas and receivers. So, again, if you guys uh, have not, please check out the Rocky Mountain Sports Report. Awesome job. They do shows throughout the day. They do day shows, night shows, hockey, not just Colorado sports. Specialize in Colorado sports, but they do all sports. So, uh, Dave will be joining us tonight. Uh, Henry Ziminoff saying, how about them Rockies? So, uh Henry's chiming in. Yeah, we'll get into that in, in a minute, Henry. Henry, you got to check your friends at the Rocky Mountain Sports Report. Uh, Dave's coming on with us, but they do a great job with your uh, Colorado teams out there, Henry. Definitely uh, check them out. Uh, um, you'll definitely other enjoy things. them. The one and only Jenny Hoops is saying, hello, fellas. Jenny and Hoops. Jennifer. Love it. And she's saying K&K Polo looks great, Mr. K. So she's saying Mr. Kirkpatrick yes, looks good. I'm loving this white polo. How about this one? Eddie Murphy's giving us some breaking news, saying the Yankees put up seven runs in the first inning on the great Otani. So, whoo, Yankees break out, huh? That's a shocker. That. Wow. 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 You know, that's a little shocker. <laughs> And, and this Miss, might be an old-fashioned 13 to 12 big Yankee. Shocker, not a little shocker. Wow. And, might and, be an old-fashioned Yankee 16 to 14 game. And we got one of our uh one of our great friends, Mr. Virilli. What's up, my brothers? I hope everyone is doing well. What's up, Coach Sis? So, Mr. Virilli, how are you? Hope everything is good with you. Hope you're gonna enjoy your really, summer. Really good to hear from you. Long time, my friend. What up, Kevin? Um so, yeah, Henry's fired up with the Rockies. Um, he should be. Big win today over the Pirates, 6-2. Another home win, just like just like always for the Rockies. What is it? They don't, you know, they don't lose at home. A little um, fun fact. You know, we're from New York, Kurt, but I remember in high school, we, we were in high school in the 90s. We graduated in 93. When the Rockies first came out, you remember I had that Rocky Blazer. We were following Rockies. Those were always our National League team for a little while there. Yeah. Still is. I like the Rockies. I always follow a little bit with the Rockies. And not just saying that because of our Rocky Mountain Sports Report friends and, and Henry. I was and is, if the, if the Yankees aren't there and the Rockies are there, I will root for the Rockies. Yes. Anyway. I know. 
A couple more comments. Well, Virilli's also saying summer equals surgery time for me as always. LOL. I did see that, Virilli. And uh, again, hopefully everything's good with you. We got to get Virilli on. I don't know if he wants to jump on with us tomorrow, but. Uh, yeah, we can have Virilli on a special guest. The Bears and Giants made that trade. We haven't talked to him. We got to get Virilli on, definitely. Yeah, and. Uh, we'll work and, on and, that. Uh, we'll work on getting Virilli on. Absolutely. And um, our good friend Manny DeLima. Good evening, guys. Hope everybody is well. Everybody is well here. As long as the AC is working, Manny, we're doing well. Uh, you know why I know Manny's well? Because Manny sits down. Manny's got the boat. He goes out in the boat down the shore. So he's nice and tan. Manny's doing fine. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he could talk about his. He might be doing fine. I don't know about his Cowboys and Dak. But uh, we'll get into that again. Um, but no, hopefully everything's great with Manny. Absolutely. Um, all right, so let's do this. You want me to do some quick hitters, guys? Yeah, start us off with the quick hitters. That's always a good way to start off the show, get the show rolling. We'll let the audience participate, too. It looks like we've got a few people out in the audience. So maybe we'll take it a few seconds slower before you give us the second answer, Kurt, so the audience can maybe answer, too. Manny, Manny gave tell us, us what Manny you gave us if you want. If you want one word answers or if we got 10 seconds, you tell us what we want. What See, we want, Ma Manny gave us the thumbs up with the, uh, he, know, he knows, you know, he's got the boat life down there. But uh bet you if he nice. was down this weekend, I want to know how hot it was there. But like you said, Kenny's long, listen, we can't leave the air conditions here. It's, it's crazy. All right, so quick yep. hitters. I want quick answers because I got, I got 12 of them that I want to hit. So I want quick okay. answers unless I say to you guys to elaborate. And there are a couple. So let's go real quick. Yes or no answers. I'm going to start with sis. Are you ready? Will Greek, yep. freak, will Greek Freak play again in this series against the Atlanta Hawks? Wow, that was one of my questions tonight, and the answer is no. Kenny? No. I'm going to say he's going to try, so I'm going to say yeah. All right, part two of that question. Who is more important to their team? Well, uh, yeah, okay. Who is more important to their team, especially in this series? Greek Freak for Milwaukee or Trey Young for the Hawks, Kenny? Can I elaborate or it's got to be real yes or no? You can no, elaborate a little bit. I'm going to say Greek Freak because of the coaching. And I mentioned this on Dave's show earlier today, I think. Budenholzer, if Greek freaks out, will not be able to make the adjustments and he'll get out coached without his superstar. You have Middleton, but you have on the Hawks, you have three or four guys that can do what Middleton can do. So that I think it's more important for Greek freak than the Bucks. Sis, more important, Trey Young for Atlanta, Greek freak for Milwaukee. Trey Young. Trey Young. And uh uh, I'm going to go with Kenny. I, I, you know what? I, I'm going to say Greek Freak because I saw, especially versus our Knicks, you know, when Trey Young went out, it would be like, oh, okay, good. We could catch up or whatever. And Atlanta, I mean, sometimes Atlanta went on better runs, you know? I think Greek Freak, like somebody said tonight on the show, I mean, Stephen A. might have said it. Um, it uh, Milwaukee's got better players, but Atlanta's got the better team. Eddie Murphy's saying, Eddie Murphy is saying, um, he thinks he's going to be out for the playoffs. Virilli saying, loving the polo shirt, Kenny. I need to order a few to help advertise. I'm as wide as a billboard still, LOL. So we got to get, well, you know, we'll, we'll get help, help us advertise. You're not as wide as a billboard, but we'll help you advertise, my friend. 
I like this you already. Know. A little, yep. hey, a little diversion. Eddie Murphy saying Trey Young's more important. Barilli saying Greek Freak. Number three, sis, and I know where sis is going to answer, but I still have to ask you anyway. We're going to go a little college football. Will a team other than Alabama, Clemson, or Georgia win the national championship? And if so, who? Sis. There ain't nobody beating Alabama. That's my answer. I'm going to say, I'm with you, sis. It's going to come from Alabama, Clemson, or Georgia. Kenny. I'm going to say somebody else beats them only because of Alabama losing so many people. Look what happened with LSU. Can you get me? I know Alabama's in a different league. I know Alabama's in a different league. I know Alabama's in a different league. But somebody's going to catch them early. They're reloading. They're reloading. Kenny, can you give me a name? Doesn't have to be your official pick. Just throw somebody out there. You want want the national champion or a team that's going to knock them off early? No, no, no. My question is, will anybody other than Alabama, Clemson, or Georgia win the national championship? Yes, I think it could be – you know, you can have Texas A&M in there with a lot of kids back. Okay. Uh, Florida's going to be strong. The whole SEC is going to be strong. Verily saying, how about LSU? Not very likely. Mr. Kirkpatrick, we're up to you. Will you watch the Summer Olympics? Absolutely. Sis, will you watch the Summer Olympics? Yeah, for sure. All right, Kenny. Give me your three favorite events to watch at the Olympics. Oh, well, Kenny, real quick, Kenny, sis, you're going to like this one. Virilli's answering with the William Patterson Pioneers to win the national championship. Yeah, in his dream. (laughs) All right, sorry, Kenny. Three favorite events Uh, to watch at the Olympics. Three favorite to watch. I like the swimming events in no particular order. Swimming events. I love track and field. And I like the, I love watching the diving. Okay. The springboard diving. Sis, what about you? Three events that you like to watch with the Olympics? Truthfully, I like watching all of them. So, Yeah, you know what? I, I'm going to answer that with you too, sis. I like watching all of everything. But if I had to do three, obviously I love basketball. I'm going to take the basketball. I also like the gymnastics and I like the swimming. Those would be my three. Come on, Kenny. Getting how do you not say Mr. gymnastics? William Patterson. Getting back to Mr. Burley's William Patterson. Only if you were there, Mr. Verrilli. Only if you were there. Verrilli saying track and field. Love the throws and the pole vault. Hey, Kenny, how do you not say gymnastics? Because you don't remember me and you watching Bella, what was it, Bella Carosi or whatever the name was? Yeah, uh, yeah. Come on, Kenny, come on. That was our All right. summer. Well, give me diving with swimming because that's similar, and I'll throw gymnastics okay. in there. Next question. Track and field, little, 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 little fun fact. Like there's somebody down here uh, in my county who's trying out for the high jump. She's doing it now. I don't know. I got to follow up with her and see how she did. If she makes it there, maybe we can get her on the show. Uh, Jamina Smith, some good luck getting into the Olympics. Awesome. Good luck. For the high jump. Sis. Sis. Yep. Will will Otani from the Angels be the best Japanese player to ever play in Major League Baseball? No doubt about it. No no doubt about it. Okay. My second part was, if not, mm-hmm. then who, Kenny? Matsui? Hideki Matsui? 
I think Otani is going to go down as the best. What he's doing, base pit, hitting, pitching. Yes, he can. But but remember, this is his first year so far. And there's still a second half of the season. Okay, I'm, I'm he hasn't with played a full season yet. He hasn't played a full season without getting injured yet. He's having a career year. Let's let let's let him get through the season first before we start making that prediction that he's the best. Okay. Um, Eddie Mur- uh, really saying I can barely walk, never mind play ball. Eddie Murphy saying Godzilla and Ichiro. Ichiro, excellent, excellent. Uh, really saying isn't wrestling in the Summer Olympics? Can't remember. I don't know. Right? Did they stop wrestling? I think they. I don't know if they stopped wrestling. I don't know, or they were gonna. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. I know there was something about they were going to stop it, but then they might be having it again. I'll look in. We got to look into that because that is, I mean, that is, again, obviously when you get a gold medal as an American, I mean, that's phenomenal. It's All funny right. none of us said basketball. Oh, I love basketball. I said basketball. You did say basketball. All right, Kenny, I'm coming to you. Subway Series this weekend, three games at, I believe it's at Yankee Stadium, right? Um, how does it play out? Yankees sweep, Mets sweep. Yankees win two of three. Mets win two of three. Yankees two of three. I'm going to agree with you. Two of three. The Mets, the Yankees will not face the Grom. He's pitching tomorrow against Atlanta. Sis, what about you? And that's why. And that's why. Yeah, I'm on board. Same way. Two of three. Okay. And, and if the Grom pitches his last game, he will not. You heard it here. He will not pitch in the All-Star game. No, I don't think so either, sis. I did hear that. I don't think so either. And it's smart. He won't. It's smart. He won't. Yeah, it is smart. It's smart. Um, Eddie Murphy saying the Mets will sweep. Whew. He's going out there, wow. and He's coming out with wow. bullets. All right, sis, I'm coming back to you. Aaron Judge possibly hurt again. Are you worried? No, and there's a lot of trade rumors at the end of the season that he's going. So, no shock here. Verrilli saying, I hate the Yankees as always, but I say the Yanks take two of three. Kenny, are you worried if Judge is hurt again? Absolutely. 100%. But am I surprised? No. Okay. Um, Kenny, have you yet, and if not, will you watch Wimbledon this year? I have not watched it. I probably won't watch it unless I'm like flipping through the channels and it's on. Sis, what about you? Say that again. What is it? I said, have you yet this year or will you watch the the tennis, the Wimbledon tournament? Probably not. I'm not a big tennis guy. Okay. I, I we watched a little Jen and I watched a little Andy Murray today. It was pretty it was pretty good. So uh we I will we will watch that. Uh, Eddie Murphy saying, I'm not, I'm a Yankee fan, but I just don't trust the team. And Jimmy Eisenman saying, what's up, guys? How's everyone doing? Thank you, Jimmy, for tuning in. We're all doing good. Hope it's good with you. Good. I finally got that mosquito that was trying to get me for the last 20 minutes. And here's Verrilli's answer to Wimbledon. If I want to take a nap, I'm going to watch tennis, LOL. Yeah, right. exactly. And I got three yeah. fun ones for you. I'm going to start with Sis. No, actually, I'm going to start this with Kenny. Because I'm going to, the audience, when Kenny answers, this is the wrong answer. The, and, and when Sis answer, answers, he will correct for everybody what they should be doing. Kenny, Thank you. Kenny. Thank you. This weather has been ridiculously hot. Okay? Ridiculously hot. How many glasses of water do you drink every day, Kenny? 
Zero. Sis, please, please teach the public not, what the answer should first be. First of all, first of all, not smart, Kenny. Not smart. No. Keeps you dehydrated. You know, it's all good. And what's me, your answer, sis? Me, I drink almost a gallon of that. Let me ask sis a question, a serious question. Does vitamin water count? It's an enhanced water beverage. Oh, yes, definitely. Okay, then, then two a day. Two a day. Oh, okay. Then, then, then you're drinking water. Yeah, absolutely. Good answer. Uh, ticket time. You got this. You got this. There's our guy. The birthday boy last weekend, Carson Shear. Yep, check him out. He's on Twitch, 8.30 p.m. Ticket time. We got to get him on uh, tomorrow night. We'll have some fun with Carson. And uh, have a good stream. Carson, I'll see you a little later. Two more questions real quick. Uh, sis, this might be the best comment of the night. You ready? Kevin Verrilli says, Kenny was never the sharpest tool in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. No water. Oh, sis, sis, Jimmy Eisenman's asking, does the seltzer count as water? Yeah, I'll put that in that category. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Two more. Real quick. Two more. Sis, and answer this smartly because somebody may be watching. What are the three? Give me the, the best three crumb cakes you've ever had in your life. From where? Oh, that's tough. That's really tough. J&B in Hackensack. Okay. That's one. Um, the bakery in Styrtown. Okay. Is two. Yep. And three. And I'm going to say the third, the third is ShopRite. They have sis, good problems. Sis, I led you. I, I led you. What about Jenny Hoops, homemade? Uh, again, I, 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 was, I thought you were talking about like stores. I didn't well, realize you were talking about Jenny Hoops. Now, her, her crumb cake was good, no doubt about it. Okay, Kenny, give me yeah. your answers, Kenny. Well, if I had Jenny Hoops crumb cake, it would easily be number one, but I'd never had it, so I can't put it on my list. And you never will have it. Kenny, go ahead. I know where you're going, number one, Kenny. I'm I know. Going, you, give me your I'm number one. Enemans, number three. Love Enemans. Okay. Enemans, go-to crumb cake as, as a store-bought crumb cake. ShopRite's number two. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Colonial Berry, which I just had for the first time not too long ago. Oh, yeah. Shipped from New Jersey down to Maryland. Raspberry crumb cake I tried. It was the bomb. And it's game-changing, Kenny. You can order it whenever you want. Yep. I will be ordering another one very shortly. All right. And here's the best one. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. This is my last one. And I want Virilli, Eddie Murphy, Eiserman, whoever, Manny, whoever's watching the show. You can chime in for this too. Okay? Kenny, you go first. If you were a wrestler, and I mean like a WWE wrestler, what would your entrance song be? Entrance song? Yeah, what would you come out to? David Slade uh, is saying, what's a crumb cake? Better mail me something to try. I will send you some Rocky Mountain oysters. No, we're not making that trade. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah let's do it, Dave. 
Go ahead, Kenny. What music would you come out to? I'm a big fan of the ACDC stuff, so I would go Thunderstruck ACDC. Okay. Sis, what about you? You're a wrestler. I know you love professional wrestling. You're a wrestler. What would your entrance music be? Let's clear it up first. You definitely know I cannot stand wrestling. But if I was in that position, hypnotized by Biggie. Oh, yeah. That would be sis. <laughs> We're really saying Lamb of God. Now you have something to die for. David Slade saying Hell's Bells. Yep. Here's a, here's a question, Kurt, for Virilli. Go ahead. What's Jimmy, that was, that was Jimmy's choice. Yeah, I know. I know. Good one. We'll be a tag Virilli. team, Jim. No, we could both come out. Jimmy and I would be a tag team. Ask Virilli, what's his take we'll on We'll be the new Legion of Doom as a coach. Say that again, sis. Ask Verrilli what's his take on Jack Peavy as coach. And then I'll give you my answer. Okay. Okay. So we'll get that. You heard it. Stephen Waldman saying good evening, guys. Thank you, Stephen, for joining. Good evening, Steve. All right. Sure, Want to get into the NBA? Yeah, Mr. Kirkpatrick, those are the quick hitters for tonight. Yep. Awesome job, as always. Get and, the show rolling. Okay. Uh, let's do a little NBA for about 10 minutes. Okay. Touch up on the, the series. You touched up on... We already started talking about it in your quick hitters, but uh, I wanted to get into the Milwaukee-Atlanta series first, sis, Kurt, with Greek Freak and Trey Young both being hurt. Uh, the series is tied. Uh, where do you think the series goes from here going back to uh, Milwaukee now with, with or without Greek Freak, sis? What do you think the outcome of game five will be and, and in the future of this series? Atlanta beat without Trey Young, so I'll stay. I'll stay with Atlanta. Kurt, same question. Listen, I was shocked. I mean, I remember. I think I sent something to text the, sis the other night. We were texting. By the way, uh, sis, we're really saying, "Ha ha!" Can I curse on this forum? No, don't curse on this forum. Yeah, that could be exactly. another. I, that could be that, another. That's another show. That, we're doing after midnight a, show. That, we that's that's a good answer, yeah, yeah, after I mean, hours. I think, I think we're gonna pitch that. Out. We'll do it. We'll do an after hours show. You know what? You know what, Kenny? I, I think I texted sis the other night. We we're talking. I was like, once there was no Trey Young, like he said, oh, you know, they're done. Listen, I'm stunned that last night. Honestly, I'm stunned because I, I thought three one, you know, it's it, it, they're going to go up three one. It's going to be done. Um, I, I'm telling you, man, Atlanta. Atlanta, that they don't quit, you know. I mean, I would still say because Milwaukee's home, uh, but without Greek Freak, it's going to be tough. And um, you know, I think Vegas, even like the, the Milwaukee's odds were, I want to say like Atlanta was like plus nine hundred. Now Atlanta's like plus one twenty. So um, it's yeah. almost like an even. But I'm gonna, I'm still. I, gonna... I think it's going to come down to coaching and Nate McMillan showing that he knows how to coach in the NBA, and. Uh... You know, started with the, the when he took over the team in the regular season. Look at their record right away. That team changed around. He knows what his strengths are. He's going to have Gallinari. He's going to have Herder. He's going to have Bogdanovich. He's going to have Williams. All shooting threes and hit or miss, and that's what yeah. they're going to live or die by. Kenny, real quick, we got a comment from Stephen Waldman. Me and Sis answered this last Thursday, but since you weren't on, I want to get your take. He's asking, what do you guys think of the new team helmets coming out for the NFL this year? Meaning they can go back and mix and match, and now they can wear the old school throwback helmets and stuff Love. like that. What's your thoughts? 
I like it. I like a lot of the old school helmet. Uh, as a Giants fan, I love the 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 Giants Super Bowl with Sims and and our good friend Stephen Baker. Those Super Bowl years in the '80s and '90s when they had the the Giants along the logo, along the helmet with that dark blue. Love it. And that's just naming one team. You know, there, there's a lot of teams out there. Your Broncos. I would love the Broncos to wear the light the, blue, uh, the blues, the Elway, the Elway Bronco helmet. You yeah. Know, with the light blue. That's just naming two teams. So, Stephen, I absolutely love it. Uh, I think it's going to be fun to see uh, some of the old uh, schemes and we'll see uh, see how creative some of the teams can can, can be this year. I think it'll be fun. Of course, the creamsicle Buccaneers, you know, that, that helmet, the Patriot helmet is another one. Remember the old Patriot helmet? Hell yeah. That's Gurley's Bears, you know, they had the Patriot. Yeah, those are some good fun helmets. I think uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. Sis, real thanks, quick, you got a compliment. The, uh, good question. I like that question. Sis, real quick, you got a quick comment. And we're not going to comment because, again, this will be an after-hour one. But um, he said, Verley said, I know he was one of your favorites to ever coach with, LOL. You are still my top two coach. Coach Brown, 1A, and you are definitely 1B by far. So you get a nice compliment, that, sis. That, that, thank you, Kevin, and I agree with him. If I was to comment on what I think of Jack Peavy on this show, I yeah. would be kicked off. I Let, would be kicked off. Let's hold off, Kenny, real quick. Eddie Murphy, even without Giannis, I think that was an embarrassment for Bucks to lose by twenty. That coach needs to be fired. We keep saying it, like he's living on the edge, Budenholzer. But you know, he wins a game and then he loses something stupid. It happens all the time. Here's here's a question, another one, Kenny, for you from Eddie Murphy. Does Kyrie get traded this offseason? Heard reports they might trade and also. That big three might get extensions. Well, you want to answer that, me? Yeah, you can answer it. I think he stays. I think he stays. Kenny, I heard I, repo- I, I heard reports too that they're not happy with they weren't happy with him wandering well, off for birthday. The reason parties. why I say why he stays, your EM Kurt, you see what he did in Brooklyn with the big three. Sitting out games, disappearing not wanting to play. I know it was a COVID year, but you see that. Do you want that on your team with max money? No, um, no, I know. So I'm taking that trade for him. Sorry. No, I'll, I'll find another guy, either free agency or I'll find somebody else who will play when I ask him to play and not want to sit out all the time. They, but see, Sorry. you know You what? put him on a bad team and he's going to be a mess. But wait a minute, guys. And this is what I, you know, listen. It's reality, and Eddie's a Nets fan, and it's, oh, well, you know, we got Kyrie, and okay, Kyrie and KD was their plan, but you know what? James Harden wasn't in the works. Now that you got James Harden, listen, this is a big business. This is big boys. You got to put your your, your your pants on, your big boy pants on. I mean, James Harden's the point guard now, so... The Nets are better with James Harden, KD, and say you could trade. I'm just throwing this out there. Say you could trade Kyrie for like a Carl Anthony Towns or, you know, another big. You're a better off team, Kenny. So why wouldn't you do it if you're Nets? Listen, there's the, it's about a loyalty thing. Listen, Harden's better than him. Harden's the point guard. Go get a better player. And I would love to see Kyrie get traded. It would just be so funny because 
Again, as a Nick fan, I would love to see him. Kenny, one more question for you. Actually, let's go to Sis on this one, Kenny. Stephen Waldman yeah. saying, Stephen Waldman saying, LeBron rumored to talk to Melo to come over to the Lakers. Sis, if you're the Lakers, would you take a shot with Carmelo Anthony? Yeah, at this stage of the game, why not? I agree why with not? you. They should have done it a couple of years ago. I mean, listen, I want. I wish Carmelo would come back to the Knicks and come off the bench, Kenny. But as a Laker, why not? The Lakers had problem problem scoring. That's what Melo could still do. What do you think, Kenny? 100% agree. Echo your words. 100%. 15, 15 minutes a game? Put him in there? Second team? Backups? Come in with the second team? Absolutely. Now, Virilli's, Virilli's answering with a great question, though, because I mentioned Carl Anthony Towns. He's saying, do you think they can get that much for Kyrie still? That's the thing. I don't know. And like you said, Kenny, I'm I don't know. If I'm a GM, know. I don't want him, Kurt. I don't want him, guys. I don't. I'm not saying it because I'm a Knicks fan. I don't want that headache on my team. Yep. So Plain and simple. What else you got, NBA? Right, so Anything else? Yeah, let's move on to the, to the uh, other side of the, the, the series real quick. We'll touch this for two minutes. The Clippers and the Suns. Suns didn't finish off the Clippers yesterday. Now they're going back to L.A. Uh, L.A. keeps fighting. Every time you think L.A. is out, they, they're fighting. We talked about I, – I, I answered on uh, Rocky Mountain Sports Reports, uh, Dave and Alex's show today. They asked the question, you know, who wins game six, sis? Clippers, I'll ask the same question they Again, asked. Again, to me, Clippers it's a Suns. It, that's a toss-up. Can go either way. And does Kawhi come back? No, definitely not. Kirk, same question. I don't think – I agree with this. I don't think Kawhi is going to come back because, I mean, they've been on – how many they, – they've played, you know, down 2-0 if he was going to come back. He would, you know, I don't think he does. Um, really saying they're scrappers. I agree, man. You know what? I thought they were dead in the water the other night in Phoenix. I thought it was over. Um, and I just think there's going to be so much pressure. If they win tonight, the Clippers, there's going to be so much pressure on Chris Paul and Phoenix in Game 7. You know what? I'm leaning towards the Clippers. It's crazy to say it, but I am. You're not. You're not because I'm leaning with you. I'm, I'm on that leaning tower also because – I think it's going game seven, guys. I think it is. And I think Phoenix will pull it off in game seven, but I think it's going seven. Uh, Eddie Murphy's really saying Clippers are a tough team. Eddie's saying, is Kawhi coming back? Haven't heard anything besides the commentators say Kawhi is excited after PG shot. LOL, he had a dull face. LOL. Listen, Paul George, I, you know, I, I know I'm somebody that's like critiques him all the time, but he stepped up. Can he do it again tonight? But I'd love to see a game seven. I guess that would be what Friday night, a game seven. So uh, hopefully it happens. I'm gonna root for the Clippers tonight. Yeah, I like to see a game seven. I want to see the Suns win the series, though. Uh, that, that's gonna. I think that's it for NBA. Oh, real quick. Uh, Damian Lillard. Does he get traded, or does he stay in Portland? I'm gonna say he's gonna start. Which in wants Portland. to build up five-year deal, by the way. I think he, I think he's going to start in Portland, okay? and But I think by the trade deadline, if they're not, you know, a top four seed, I think they're going to package him. But I think he's going to start in Portland. Same question. He stays in Portland. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he gets traded 
there's already a lot of, I'm not going to get into the details, but there's a lot of media starting with Billups in his past. That's all I'm going to say already. All right. And it's a mess over there. Apparently I was listening to, uh, our good friend, uh, uh, Scotty Farrell and he was talking about it. And, uh, I think they're going to trade him. I think he's going to want to get traded because it's becoming a mess over there. But that being said, uh, Kenny, real I quick, think- couple more comments. Eddie Murphy saying he will be traded by the deadline if he's not happy. And our great friend, um, and, hey, he was in our promo, Mr. Rob Neely. The man, the cook, saying, better question, does the regular season matter? Kenny, answer that right now. You insist. Does the NBA season really matter? Right now, it's not really, right? I mean, almost every team's making the playoffs. If not, you're in the bubble. You know, they're making it where almost everybody, they're making it where the regular season doesn't really matter except for, like, play 30 games and win 30 games and you're in the playoffs. (laughs) Nearly saying, Scotty Farrell, shake it up. Eddie yep. Murphy, Dame wanted kid. They should have given him kid. Sis, does the regular season in the NBA matter? I agree with what Kenny just said. Definitely not. Interesting. Great comment, Neely. Great. It's, it's a great point, you know? Great question. Yep. I got. I, I think that's going to conclude NBA because I want to get into Sis's topic. You got a, he's got a new segment for us tonight, Kurt. Kurt? Yeah, we I got think a whole properly new... name this segment. This, this segment's going to be called What's on Sis's Mind? And I don't know what the hell is going to come out of his mind. Um, um, oh, Neely saying sun's out, guns out, huh, Sis? Oh, yeah. Every day. <laughs> and you know what? If you don't look, Sis, it's a little picture of you. I got the guns showing on a little uh, picture on uh, oh, Facebook. By the way, by the way 20, about 25 minutes, Kurt, Dave Slade, Mocky Mountain Sports it's going to be joining us in about 25 minutes. Okay. He's been patiently waiting in the waiting room. I just want to let him know we'll have, be with him in about 20 to 25 minutes. All right. Verrilli said this segment should be good. LOL. What's on sis's mind? Go ahead, sis. What's on your mind this week? Or is yours, sis. All right. We're going to start with Mr. Cashman's comments yesterday. Where he made a comment, as we all know, Yankee fans, that they suck. My question to Mr. Cashman is, what are you going to do about it, Kenny? What's he going to do about it? He needs to make some trades. It's it's time, you know, get rid of some of the headaches. Okay. Some of the guys, get get rid of some some of these guys, you know, and bring some new blood in. Whether okay. it's whether it's with whether since it's with a young team, start young, or or go out and get a pitcher, go out and get a shortstop, bring some new blood in, a center fielder. That's just naming three positions right there. So he needs to shake it up if he wants to stick around. Okay. Kurt, same question. You know, I heard this today and it made a great point that everybody knows that, you know, the team is being run from Cashman and the front office, right? Not not really right. Boone. So they were saying, how can, you know, he can't badmouth Boone as long as the players don't quit. So this is on Cashman. You know, like, I think for the first time, he really is feeling heat. So I think he is going to make some kind of move. You know, I, I, you know, the thing is, does he, does he on the fly, sis, go and say, listen, 
I need a legit leadoff hitter. I need a number two hitter. Or is he just going to go and say, all right, get me the top home run hitters and I'm going to try to home run my way to a world championship, which has failed, failed, failed. That's going to be it. I mean, he's going to go either. I think he's going to go down swinging or, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, that's a great question. I, I don't know. All right. I'll go to Kurt first with this one. Now, <clears throat> Cashman made this statement. It's not Aaron's boom problem or the coaching staff. Do you agree or do you disagree? Oh, I 1,000% agree. Because, again, Cashman is the one that built this team. You know? Okay. He did it. And it's actually shocking. I've said this so many times on the show. When the Yankees were the Yankees in the 90s, they were totally opposite of what they are now. They were, you know, Jeter, Tim Raines, you know, Tino. The team had pop, don't get me wrong. They had some, but they had guys, base hits, Paul O'Neill, you know, 300 hitters. They, you know, now it's just, all right, we're going to home run our way. It hasn't won. You know, this is on him. This is not... So I totally agree. It's 100% on him. Rob Neely saying, sis, Cash has never fired an assistant or a manager, so his only option is the trade market. And for all the Guardy haters, he wasn't signed to be a full-time player. Great point. Totally great point. But sis, totally agree, agree with you on that point. I agree with Cashman. This is on him. Kenny? Just, just to add to what Kurt said, because he nailed it. It, it, it's on Cashman, you know, you got to go out and, you know, like Kurt said, the guys, sis, you, you know, those teams that the, the core four teams, Jeter, Posada, if somebody batted 250, oh my God, that's terrible, you know, on that team. Now we're lucky to have a 250 hitter, right? right. You know, we're, we're lucky that we got guys breaking 200, you know, right. like, there, there's got to be one person to blame and it's Cashman. You have no competition for Sanchez. We can go on for, for days talking about this. There's no competition for Sanchez. There's no competition for Hicks. There's no competition for this guy and that guy. And that's a problem. You know, that, that that's a problem. I said it, you know, go trade for a center fielder. If you had a Starling Marte or bring in uh, uh, Andrew Benatendi, a left-handed bat in Yankee Stadium that's going to hit 300 and not yep. try and hit 50 home runs. That's what right. you need to bring here. And then you need to bring a starting pitcher over. All right. Don Gray is a sleeper pitcher in Colorado. Bring him over with Trevor Story. Do your job, Cashman, and, and you are to blame. If you don't do anything, you're to blame. Simple. All right. Back to Kurt. The trade rumor with Judge, do you agree? And what teams would want him? and the money that he's looking for. That's a good, I mean, Eddie Murphy just actually mentioned that in a, in a comment. Um, okay. You know what? I Listen, we said this since last year, sis. You got to look at it because, and it, this is, and this is Paul, Paul Mulvaney's biggest complaint. And I 1000% agree with him. You know, now you can get away with it. But you're going to have to commit mega, mega money to this guy. And I mean mega money to this guy. And he's just not worth it, you know? He doesn't do, you know, I, I'm sorry. He doesn't come up clutch. You know, he'll hit the home run up 7 nothing. I think he had one, this year is his first time he had a walk-off hit to win a game. I, I, other teams, though, what teams would I say? Again, 
Can I see him like in a Colorado? The problem is who's going to spend money on him? You know, the Dodgers are spending so much, they're loaded, so it wouldn't go there. The Phillies, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I, somewhere in the National League, someone in the National League says, but I, you know what? I think you have to look into it. So I agree. I think you have to look into it. Can I ask a simple yes or no question before I answer, sis? If, Go ahead. If, if the Yankees were to re-sign Judge, does he get that money? No, definitely not. There's does no way close? they're giving it $30 okay, million. So, dollars. Okay, no. so my answer would be no. I would, the Phillies would be a team. The Yankees can bring back a blockbuster trade. You bring back a Bryce Harper. Girardi would love Joe, Aaron Judge over there. Bring a Bryce Harper here. Or you got a guy in, in Anaheim doing the job. Now the other guy, the MVP, is hurt. Been hurt. 60-day DL. What about a Mike Trout for Aaron Judge blockbuster? That, that's a good that's a good good thought. Let's put it that way. We're gonna go to Kurt. Bryce Harper or a Mike Trout for him. Those are two teams yep. that I would like to trade in. Yep. I got like sis real quick, sis. I'm sorry, real quick. I, I Neely has a great question. When you're done, sis, I'm going to ask you and uh, Kenny Neely's question. But go ahead, sis. I'm sorry. That's not a problem. Cashman's saying there's left field problems, yet he's refusing to bring up any AAA players. Your choices are Trey, Amber, Amber, Amber Lee, Hoy, Young, Park. Or Hassan uh, Floridia. So, if he if he feels there's problems, why is he hesitating on bringing one of those kids up? I don't get it. Um, how, how does it, how does he how does he solve the problem? Nearly saying baby Pedro. That's the answer. Um, you gotta get. Listen, it, it, Kenny Kenny solved the problem with Ben Attendee. I mean, you gotta get a lefty. You have you have right field. Uh, in Yank, you have right field in Yankee Stadium. I mean, come on, and oh. you don't have a lefty, you know, hitter there. Better attendee. you know. I, I think they got to go in the trade market. I don't think they can see the problem with these Yankees is, you know, the problem with the Yankees is, and, and we said this all the time. Kenny is, you know, we got the best farm club, but sister saying they don't play them, they don't want to trade them. Go outside and go get somebody. Go get an outfielder. Put them in the oh. lineup. And, yeah, Benetetti, I totally agree with you there. And, and says, hats off to the Blue Jays because they made a trade already before the deadline. It wasn't a blockbuster, but they went out and got something they needed, a left-handed bat in the outfield, Corey Dickerson. And they got themselves some uh, a relief pitcher as well. And they didn't have to give up pretty much anything for it. Eddie Cashman, Murphy Eddie saying them. go out and get Gallo. Go get somebody before the deadline. That's the problem. Why wait to the deadline? You wait to the deadline and nobody wants to trade. Oh, nobody wanted to trade the Yankees on the deadline. Why wait to the deadline? Make a trade now. The blue hats off to the Blue Jays for making a move. Well, Neely here, here's Neely. Kenny saying you can have Stanton, Sanchez, and Higgy in the lineup when Cole pitches if you let Stanton play the outfield. That's the whole key. We said that last week, Rob. You're making all that money, sis, getting right field. Seriously. I don't want to hear that this no guy doubt. can't play the outfield. No Come on. Come on. No Go play right Kenny. field or left field, Stanton. Yep. Go out there. Come I agree. On. I agree That's 100%. Kenny, joke. Has, Cole, has Cole lost something? Since this pitching substance 
surfaced? Has Cole lost something? Yes, he has. You know, I agree. Yeah, you know, I said it from the start, sis. You know, a lot of pitchers are going to see a big difference. Yep. Yeah. Kurt, same question. Well, I heard this the other day when he got pounded by who beat him? Boston, right? Boston got him, right? Somebody yeah, made a yep. great, somebody put a great thing in a tweet, and I was talking with Hoops about it. It said, Cole was not, Cole wasn't great before the Astros. He was great as an Astro, and whatever he learned from the Astros, he took over from the Yankees. Now you got back to the, let's start checking you. It just, it really, really, really makes you think. All right. Back to Kurt. Should Boone Sid Glaber Torres to snap him out of his streak? He's 40, he's four and 51. He's batting 0.07 in his last 14 games. Should he set him? Um, I think you got to do something. I mean, yeah, you should sit him. But again, this is where I argued this with Briggs two, three years ago and other people on the show. He's untouchable. No, he's not. No, he, why is he untouchable? Why? What? Why? He's not untouchable. If you could get some, four, you could get a better player than him. Put him in the package and move him. Four fifty-one. I agree with you, Kenny. Same question. I think he should sit, get a little, get a day off, let him clear his head. You know, players go in slumps. You know, uh, I truly think. You know, we're yeah, we're talking about professionals here, but. You got to blame somebody, and we're blaming the coach. We're blaming. We're blaming the manager. We're blaming the, the GM. Blame the hitting coach too. These Yankees are not. You know, they're not hitting, and you got to blame the hitting coach too for not catching. You know, something in Torres's head has got him. You know, four for fifty-one. I don't know what it is, but hopefully he comes out of it. All right, we're gonna we're gonna switch to football now. Back over. To got a got a question from Dave. Sis, I'll let you answer this. Uh, Trevor Story from the Rockies. Who would the Yankees give up for him, sis? That's a great question. If it was me, I'd give up Judge. I would give up like a any anybody they want with any any two of these three that they want: Andujar, Voit, uh, Frazier, and you know I'll give them one of my. You know, I'd like to get John Gray in that deal. Right. With him. I watched him pitch the other day, first game back. He's 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 a very underrated pitcher in the major leagues because he pitches in Colorado. I think a change of scenery for him would do him wonders. And, uh, you know, maybe give him a, a, a young prospect pitcher that Clark Schmidt or, or uh, Garcia. You know, if they want a pitcher, give him Garcia. Give him Davey Garcia. Neely okay. say, Kenny, Neely saying your response is logical. He likes your response with that. Thank you. We're going to switch over to Kenny for football. Should the Giants keep Barkley out of drills in camp? And if so, how are they going to test his knee, you know, to see if, you know, he could take a hit or, you know, whatever? Do you think his speed's going to be affected in any way? I think he's going to come back with a vengeance, sis. Okay. But the first question is, I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised what we see in him. And I think. But the first question was, do you think they should keep him out of contact drills in camp? Yes. And if they do, 
How how are you gonna know how his knee's gonna hold up if he's not hitting? Now I get your point. Now I was gonna say yes, they should keep him out, but I think now you said that, sis. I think just just changed my mind like that. I think he's gotta gotta get some contact to see if his knee will hold up. Absolutely, Kurt. Same question. Uh, Varelli saying he's soft as a cupcake. Uh, Neil is saying <laughs> it depends on him. Some guys don't need camp i.e. Steve McNair, Eddie's saying keep him out and ease him in the first three, four games. See, I want to answer somewhat to Eddie. You know, I think he'll do something in camp. I mean, I don't think he goes when they do, say, you know, um, 9 on 11 and all that kind of stuff, and it's, you know, live, then maybe he don't go full live. I think they, they got to obviously even – and just like we said, like opening day, the first couple of weeks, you're not going to see him – you know, 30 carries a week. I think they'll build him up, but um, you know, I think he'll be ready opening day. We're going to go to Kurt first. I want the Denver Broncos season record, and I want the New York Giants season record. I'm going to go 11-6 and six for Denver. Okay. And I'm going to go... 10 and 7 for the Giants. Kenny, same question. Kurt's going to be surprised at my answer, I think. I'm going 10 and 7, 10 and 7 for both teams. Okay, that's fair. Now, I have the right, right to now. change that if Aaron Rodgers becomes a Bronco, Mr. Sess. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, I make them 12 and yeah, 5. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Absolutely. Kenny, your top four teams right now. In college football, entering the season, Alabama, okay, Georgia, okay, uh, got to throw Clemson in there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Texas A&M number four. The second part to that question: biggest team to challenge Bama in the SEC this year. I think everybody's going to say Georgia, but I think Jimbo Fisher's got something in A&M. I'm going to go okay. A&M. Kurt, same question. Top four teams. I'm going to go one, um, Bama. Actually, are you asking me going into the season or how I think it's going to end? No, right now. Okay, going right now season. I will go Bama, Georgia, Clemson, and I'm going to pick Iowa State. Okay, and the biggest thing to challenge Bama in the SEC? Georgia. This year. Okay, fine. Kenny, uh, sis, Kenny uh, Verrilli saying, Eddie Murphy saying, keep dreaming, Rodgers is staying put. Verrilli saying, did Kenny just say the Giants are going 10-7? and seven? He needs to stop smoking the medical marijuana from the hospital. Uh, he's got me fired uh, up now. He's got, like you said, I'm coming out of vengeance. Verrilli's got me on vengeance there now. There we go. I want to know what the Bears record is going to be this year. Right now, he needs to answer that. Right now, what the Bears record is going to be. We're, we're going to go back to Kurt. Do you see large stadiums at full capacity in college football this year? Yes or no? 1,000%. 1,000%. Kenny? I agree, 1,000%. Okay. Kenny, who's the surprise team in college football this year? Surprise team in college football? Football is going to be LSU. Kurt? 
Before I answer that, our good friend John Beelan saying, fellas, Kenny looks like he's going back to school. He does look like he's going back to school. Got the polo on. He looks good. He looks good tonight. Uh, like Rob, a compliment, like it, like it. Uh, you know, I'm going to go with one of my old guy, one of my old boys, and that's Gus Malzahn at UCF. I think that they're going to be, you're going to take an SEC coach who beat Saban three times, got to uh, national championship games, won big games. They're loaded. They got so much coming back. I'm going to take UCF as a sleeper of, they have a shot to, to run the table this year with Gus Malzahn. Okay. Back to Kirk. Biggest disappointment team that made the playoffs last year, but they will not make it this year. College football? Yep. I'm going to go Notre Dame. Kenny? I got to agree with Kurt 100% Notre Dame. I hate agreeing with him, but I got to agree with him on this. Out of these four bowl games, the Orange Bowl, the Rose Bowl, this is for Kenny. Orange Bowl, Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Fiesta. Who has the heaviest attendance out of all these games? Rose Bowl? Very good. Well, Kurt, you don't have a shot of answering that. <laughs> We're going to go to the Hawks. Game five, Kurt. Who wins? Milwaukee. Kenny? I'm going Atlanta. I'm going Atlanta. I don't think Greek Freak's playing and Boone and Holzer can't can't make the adjustment. Guys, couple okay. comments. Neely saying UCF machine was created by Huskers coach Scott Frost. Barilli saying if Fields plays by week four, I say at least ten wins. If Dalton plays nine or ten, seven or if he plays nine or ten games, he's, they're gonna have seven or eight wins. He's smoking that same medical marijuana I shipped some to him last week because nice. When, nice. What Ohio State quarterback has ever succeeded in the NFL, Mister Barilli? Hey, Neely has a question for all of us. Who has the record for most consecutive sellouts college football? Sellouts. Consecutive sellouts by the by the, you know by the crowd. I got a guess. Uh, let's just go first. I'm going to say Ohio State. I'm going to go same conference. I'm going to go Michigan. I'm going to say Tennessee. And the answer is? I will find out. Kurt. We've got about five minutes, sis. If you got a few okay. questions, we'll, we'll just stick with your segment and we'll get into, we'll bring Dave in in about four to five minutes. Okay. Okay. We're going to go back to Kurt. Suns Clipper game six. Who wins? The answer, was, the answer was Nebraska ever since 1962. David wow. Slate nailed it, too. Wow. Dave, wow. Dave got it. Dave he got did. it. We should have got it. Neely's a Nebraska fan. Why didn't we Yeah, even... I know. Um, I'm going to take Clippers, sis. Okay. Back to Kenny. Will Trey Young being hurt, being that he didn't play last night, and Atlanta won, will that make a difference in the next game? Yes. Kurt? No. Back to Kurt. Will Kawhi Leonard play any more this year? Yes or no? I'm going to say yes. They get to the finals, he's going to play. Kenny? 
I agree with Kurt, yes. Wait a minute, real quick, says Kenny. You could get Verrilli back, because Verrilli just mentioned, he said, Bears start off 1-0 after they beat the Giants at Soldier Field Week 1. They don't play the Giants. My Broncos play the Giants. <laughs> we play Week 16 in Soldier Field. So, Wait, he's asking me a question. Let me answer this question real fast, sis. You're going to love this. He wants to know, what do I think about the Bears? Well, we got the Bears picked next year, sis. So I just say Bears go four and thirteen, and we get a top five pick, Mister Barilli. Thanks for asking that question. What do you think, sis? Bears well, we, we get we got the Bears top pick, but the problem is, even though it's a number one pick, you might not get the twentieth or the twenty fourth player, depending on their record. Understand that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Back to Kurt. Sis. This, we got okay. about two more questions. And I'm about bring to Kurt. I want the two final teams for the college championship game this year. Two finals. Clemson and Georgia. You're out of your mind. But anyway, Kenny. You're going to laugh at me. I'm going with your Alabama. I'm not going to let I'm going like with my sleeper team, LSU, bouncing back and playing them in the final. Okay. You're not going to, you're not going to shock me. Last question. Will Zubiak play in the next game, Kenny, for the Clippers? Yes or no? Well, I'm sorry, sis. I missed the question. Will Zubiak play for the Clippers in the next game, being that he's hurt? Yes or no? No. Kurt? No. Okay. That's it. We're good. Awesome. Awesome. I like that new segment. Yes, it was, sis. Great new segment. Love it. That was good, sis. Really good. Yeah, that's on our toes. So real quick, I got some quick, real quick, we got uh, two minutes. I'm going to do quick hitters with you guys. Top five NFL remaining free agents. Kenny, real quick, I got to take the hit on something. I forgot to give Sis the player. Yes, so you did. I forgot yes, to give did. Sis the player. So if we don't, I just want to throw that out there. I'm not surprised. I don't want to throw him under the bus. It's all good. I'm going to hold off on my free agents until later on. I'm going to bring in our guest for this evening. I'm going to bring in Dave a couple minutes early so we can start Bronco Mania. Been patiently waiting with us. Oh, by the way, Verrilli's saying he's gonna he should cancel those plane tickets to Chicago for week one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Dave, welcome. I'll let Kurt int formally introduce you. How are you doing tonight? What's going thanks on? For What's up? Thank, What's up, thanks Dave? for having me on. Patiently waiting with us. Uh, this is David Slade from the Rocky Mountain Sports Reports. Uh, we are getting uh, one of our great friends. Uh, please, uh, Dave. Uh, just if you got, you know, if you can real quick uh, give a little shout out and promo of the Rocky Mountain Sports Reports of what you guys do, uh, what some of your shows are. Go ahead, Dave. All right, definitely. Well, um, again, I want to thank you for letting me come on tonight. Uh, Rocky Mountain Sports Report is a Colorado-based media company that uh, we started up probably last year, last November. And uh, we got rolling. We're covering Broncos. We cover the Rockies. We cover the Nuggets. We cover the Avalanche. Um, we're trying to branch out now and trying to expand more and do more of a national thing. Uh, we got a, 
uh, a lunchtime show uh, with me and my son Alex uh, called Lunchtime uh, Lunacy. Kurt's been on there. I think Kenny's going to come on next week. Sis, if you ever want to come on, you're more than welcome. So um, we got that. We got Fourth and Ninety Nine, which is our NFL show. That'll uh, get back uh, next Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We'll uh, be back on, um, and that'll have a little bit of a Bronco flair, but we also want to add more of an NFL flair to it. We got the end of Crease, which is our hockey show. We have uh, 5280 Zone, which is just a general sports show. Um, We also have uh, Purple, or no, Bases Loaded, I think. Uh, I'll have to double-check the name, but it's our Rockies coverage that Scott Cole does over there. So got a lot of good things going. So if you guys want to check us out, head over to Rocky Mountain Sports Report on facebook and uh follow us over there yeah definitely definitely thank you i know we got some colorado fans out there that follow us and definitely go check out dave and all the shows that he just mentioned uh i want to thank you for coming on dave we do a segment each week called briggsy bronco mania for one of our friends who tragically passed away a few months ago and uh kurt always outnumbered with when we do this segment. So we've been uh, <laughs> trying to get some Bronco fans on with him each week, but uh, you and your son touched on this topic uh, the other day, and I figured it'd be a good, good topic to start Bronco mania. Uh, Demaryius Thomas retired and he's going into the ring of fame as a Bronco. And I just wanted, you know, your overall thoughts on Demaryius Thomas, Dave, and then I'll go to Kurt. And then after that, maybe we'll do a little fun, you know, you guys top 10, Bronco wide receivers of all time. And we'll see where Demarius Thomas falls in in the top 10. Okay. Uh, myself. Um, and I, I don't want to spoil anything with my ranking, but um, Demarius Thomas was tremendous. Um, he, he, he brought a lot to the Broncos. Um, even when we didn't have a good quarterback, he was pretty good. So, I mean, when we were dealing with Tebow and things like that, but uh, Demarius Thomas, um, I think he could have still played, but I think he was just tired of battling the injuries after he tore that Achilles and then trying to come back from that. And then, uh, it, it, you know, getting shipped off to Houston and then, you know, bouncing around. I, I would have loved for him to come back, you know, and be a Bronco. But I'm glad that he said that he will retire as a Denver Bronco. I mean, he spent eight years here, uh, number two in uh, all to, all-time receiving yards with the Broncos. Um, and I think if he would have stayed here, he probably would have shattered Rod Smith's record. So, great, Kurt. What do you want to talk about, Marius Thomas? What you, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. You know, drafted out, drafted. Um, it's funny because he got drafted in the first round along with Tebow. Josh McDaniels drafted him, and uh, there was always that debate of whether it was him or uh, Des Bryant because they went and Denver chose. Um, Denver chose, I believe they chose Thomas before Dallas chose Bryant. So they were always kind of connected at the hip. Um, but again, just like Dave said, I mean, the guy made tremendous big plays. I mean, he was just a, a physical specimen of a receiver. You know, he wasn't one of these little skinny receivers. Uh, big receivers, but who could fly, you know? Uh, known for his little, like, that quick screen, that quick receiver screen. You know, you get the blockers out in front. And uh, he, I know he uh, he scored... Uh, against Pittsburgh in Manning's first game, he scored one of the you know one of the seven touchdowns that night. Manning uh, tied the record, and uh, hey, he's a Super Bowl champion. Um, and I mean, listen, he's very going to be high on my list. But uh, same thing like Dave said, you know, I know it's a business. They had to trade him to Houston. They weren't winning, uh, so they traded him. They got a draft pick, 
And uh, but it's nice for him to come back, retire as a Bronco, and uh, hopefully, you know, he goes in the ring of fame. And um, he's, you know, he's one of the uh, best Bronco receivers of all time. Sis, you have any thoughts of Demarius Thomas? I know definitely, definitely agree with Dave. Great receiver, and I think he's a Hall of Fame down the road. He's a great player. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, Dave? Hall of Famer? Um, you know that that's hard. I mean. If Rod Smith's not in the Hall of Fame, I don't see how they put Demarius Thomas in there. They, they have to put Rod Smith in first. Um, Rod Smith, an undrafted free agent, you know, and became the number one receiver of the Denver and Denver Bronco history. I, I think that – I know you'd have a lot of upset Bronco fans if they put uh, Demarius Thomas into the Hall and omitted uh, Rod Smith. So – but I, I think both of them are – you know, are deserving of it. I just think Denver gets a little, uh, they get a little ripped off when it comes to, to uh, Hall of Fame stuff. We're starting to get a little bit more, but we have some great old school players that definitely have not been into in, inducted into the Hall of Fame. And I'm sure some of these receivers that we talk about tonight are, are you know, some of them are probably deserving to be in the Hall as well. So only time will tell. So I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, though, unfortunately. Kurt, I'll ask you the same question, and then we'll do your guys' top ten. Yeah, I agree I agree with Dave. I mean, you know, and, and the thing, too, is I know everything's about numbers and Star Wars numbers, and, and, and you know, but you got to remember that 2013 team, um, hey, he was our number one threat on that offense that still holds most points scored, you know, uh, Manning with the most yards, Manning with the most touchdowns, and it was, you know, Demarius Thomas, Wes Welker, Julius Thomas, uh, Eric Decker, and who was our number one? And that was Demarius Thomas. But um, unfortunately, just like Dave said, even though, like, sis, and I agree with him, is he, you know, does he have qualifications as a Hall of Famer? Yeah, but there's just no way they can put him before they put in Rod Smith. I mean, Rod Smith should be a Hall of Famer. So, you know. Again, but but a fantastic career, fantastic career. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys, and uh, you, you guys nailed it. I think you got to put Rod Smith there first, and Demarius Thomas second. I'm going to leave this part of the segment up to you guys. Do you guys want to? We're going to do a top ten Denver Bronco wide receivers of all time. You guys want to do them back and forth, or you want to just name your ten and then next person will name their ten and see how many you got. How do you want to do it, Dave? Whatever you want. Let, let's go back and forth. Um, okay. I, I think, and you can go first, Kurt, uh, with number 10. I mean, and, and I guess I want to understand the rules a little bit. Is it traditional wide receivers? Um, somebody like a Shannon Sharp, who really was a tight end, but does he fall into that category? Are we including if you tight have ends Shannon in this Sharp category? Included- We'll, we'll allow it, but if you don't, we'll, we'll, if you didn't think, if, you know, we could do it either way. If you have them, if you have 10. I did, I did include them. I did include them. That's fine. We okay. can include Shannon Sharp then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. And just so, and how I answered the question, Dave and Kenny, just so you know, I answered it by receivers that I've, that I've saw. So like Haven Moses, I didn't see him, so I'm not going to put him down. I'm going to put just players that I saw. Okay. Okay. So my number, right. my number, my list is gonna probably gonna shock you a little bit, Dave. I'm gonna be honest, but okay. um, my number ten 
is I'm going to go with potential, and I'm going to say Cortland Sutton is my number 10. Oh, that that, that is definitely interesting. So, uh, And, Sis, you can comment on anything you want, you know, if you agree or disagree with Kurt or Dave on anything. And, Jump in. That's and, cool. And I think my number 10 um, will probably go back to the 80s, and I, I would go with uh, Steve Watson. Um, who was a, a tremendous uh, possession receiver for the Broncos. I remember him. You remember Steve Watson, sis? Oh, yeah. He was a great player. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right, Kurt, number nine. Number nine I got is uh, one of the Amigos, Mark Jackson, biggest catch in the 86 AFC Championship game on the drive. So I'm going to take Mark Jackson, number nine. Okay. And I'll go back uh, still another older school style. And this guy was, this guy was just, he was lightning in a bottle. And, and um, he caught passes, you know, he returned punts, he returned kickoffs. And, and that's the original number 80, Rick Church. I mean, that guy was just exciting anytime that ball got uh, touched his hands. So he, he's one of my, dev- and I'll have him at number nine. Number eight, Kurt. Number eight is I'm going to go with another one of the Amigos. I'm going to go with Vance Johnson. Um, I will pick again. And my list is going to be because I totally agree with Dave. Like I think, up, you know, and I'm glad he's going with the older players uh, because. Well, some, and I'm old too, Kurt. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Age is only number, but I'm glad that you're Go. going with the older because those guys really would be on the list. But I just wanted to do it of who I've seen. So, um, Rob Neely saying, where's the Ed McCaffrey love? You're going to get it from me in a little bit. But I'm going to go Vance Joseph, guys, number eight. Okay. And I'm I'm going to go back to somebody you've already picked, and I'm going to go with Mark Jackson, uh, one of the three Migos. I, I think he was a, a great receiver um, uh, and definitely a top ten receiver at the Broncos. Nice. Number seven. Number seven. I'm going to take one of Dave's guys, and I saw this guy at the tail end of his career, but um, he was a great Bronco. I mean, he was the number one receiver when Elway. I would say when Elway came in, he was still, you know, the main guys or one of the main guys. But I'm going to go Steve Watson, number seven. Okay, and Dave, number seven for you. Lucky number seven. I think number seven is uh, probably going to be Eddie McCaffrey for me. So There's McCaffrey love guys. Yeah. Audiences liking the McCaffrey out there. Yeah, and one thing about McCaffrey, my biggest memory of McCaffrey is when the New York Giants broke his leg on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. and, and we all know what happened the next day. You know, yep, which was a horrible event in our country's history. So absolutely, but definitely. Uh, let's uh, number six, Kurt, and then we get our top five. After number that. six, I'm going to go with a guy where. Um, I don't know if people really say they think of the Broncos, they think of him because he's been around all over the place. But when he was there, I mean, he was just money. Didn't matter who the quarterback was. I mean, listen, I was fired up when it was Cutler to Marshall when they were young, and I thought that could be something special. But um, it didn't work out. But I'm going to put Brandon Marshall in there. I mean, the guy, I, I, I want to say what he tied, he broke that record versus the Colts when he had, what was it, 18 catches or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, the guy was just a stud, and uh, I wish, you know, I wish he uh, he didn't want out. And, you know, with that whole 
thing with Cutler, but I'm going to put Brandon Marshall six. Yeah, and yeah, I'm I'm going to put Brandon Marshall there at six as well. And I think Brandon Marshall, if Brandon Marshall would have stayed with the Broncos, you know, and that whole Darren Williams situation really messed with his head because that bullet was meant for yeah. Brandon Marshall and not Darren Williams. And he couldn't stay in Denver after that. He had to get out of there. And, and, but I think if, if he would have stayed here, he probably would have been a top three guy yep. um, on this team. Uh, I mean, his first four years, he was ahead of everybody uh, on pace, you know, with yards and, and everything else. He was a, a tremendous player. So. We're only in the top top. We're, we're getting to the top five, Rob, or audience is saying Shannon anyone where I'm sure they're going to be on their list Rob and uh Kevin really saying he wanted to be a bear can't blame him yeah Kevin really's a bear fan I'm, you know we get a, the bear love out there uh top five Kurt I'm going with they're asking for and here he goes five. Eddie McCaffrey as a number two receiver just on and and you know listen I'm biased but that Denver team was just sick when you had Elway and Sharp and Rod Smith and McCaffrey as your number two with Terrell Davis. I mean, that was one of the best teams ever. Back to back Super Bowl champs. Um, Eddie McCaffrey as our number two receiver that year. I'm taking Eddie McCaffrey number five. Nice. Who's in your top five, Dave? Uh, top five for me, and and I've actually seen this guy play. So this just shows how old I am, Kurt. It is Haven Moses. Um, uh, Haven Moses was one of my favorite players growing up. I remember him in the uh, the AFC Championship against the Raiders, scored two touchdowns, you know, and led us, uh, you know, to that first Super Bowl uh, appearance of the Broncos in Super Bowl twelve. So I have Haven Moses at Haven Moses at five. Nice, sis. Anything you want to add with Haven Moses? Yep, I'm older than Big Don. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Mr. Valenti. <laughs> Number four is going to shock, I think, a lot of people because this guy, I want to say he played three, four, maybe four years. But um, my fourth guy, and, and the reason why he's so high on the list is because of the, the plays that he made in big games, and that is Emmanuel Sanders. You know, I remember watching Super Bowl forty-eight. And Demarius Thomas, by the way, had a fantastic game, but Eric Decker did nothing. You know, the the Seahawks bully Decker around. What does Elway do? Gets rid of him. He signs Emmanuel Sanders. I remember a regular season game. We go into Seattle, Legion of Doom. He has something like 11 catches. That Super Bowl season in 2015, huge huge plays against Pittsburgh. The catches he made against New England in that AFC Championship game, I mean, tough as nails, leader. I'm taking Emmanuel Sanders, number four. That's that's a shock. I'm surprised, but I like it. And Dave, you're number four. And I do like that, Kurt. Uh, I mean, Emmanuel was a a, a very valuable piece while he was here. I'm going to go some somebody who's really old school, and just because this guy, you know, did uh, first uh, Bronco wide receiver into the ring of fame. Uh, I never saw him play because when he re- retired, I was one year old. So um, I may have him, but I don't remember. So, but that that's Lionel Taylor. So I, I think he, um, yep. you know, set the standard for Bronco receivers. And then I'm curious to see where your three and two are here. And I know I'm pretty sure I know who your number one is. So Kurt, you're up first. I'm gonna see if I guess right on number three. 
Your number three, Kurt. My number three is Demarius Thomas. I mean, we spoke about him before. I had him there too. Yep. He's my number three. Or Demarius Thomas, Ring of Fame for those just joining, listening. So that's why we're doing this top ten wide receivers all time. I think that's an accurate spot for him. Dave, who's your number three? Um, I have Shannon Sharp at number three. Um, not a traditional wide receiver, but the guy could have played wide receiver with his speed, you know, his route running and everything else. He he said he really developed and, and changed the way tight end was played and and became more of a receiver instead of a, a tight end type. And then Kurt, you're number two and number one. I think we know who they are. You might as well do them both to at the same time. My number two is um I mean listen, he again these guys could be one two, but I'm gonna take Rod Smith two and I'm gonna go Shannon Sharp one. I mean Rod Smith from being undrafted. Um, for, I mean, listen, you go undrafted. I, remember, I saw that highlight a couple times this year. Dave, remember the his first career touchdown against Washington on the on the last play of the game? Elway throws it up. He catches it. The rest is history. His huge play in Super Bowl um, against Atlanta, 30, Super mm-hmm. Bowl 33. And, um, I, I mean, I, again, it could be one, two. I just put Shannon Sharp one, though, because I just think – I don't want to say Shannon Sharp changed the game because obviously you got Kellen Winslow uh, a little before, but uh, just the matchup uh, for him and, you know, I, I don't know. I just think that was Elway's guy, you know, that AFC championship game in um, 97 when, you know, mm-hmm. Elway tells him, um, hey, you know, just get open. You know, well, what is that? What play is it? Just get open. And um, I'm going to go one, two, Sharp one, Smith two. We're getting a comment saying our show may be frozen, by the way. Um, I'm not sure if it's his. Okay, I'll check on it. Okay. You're number two, number one, Dave. Well, I, uh, and I can't, I cannot differentiate between these two, so I'm going to do a 1A and a 1B. And, and, and I got Rod Smith as 1B, and I, I got Demarius Thomas as 1A. I think if Demarius Thomas stays healthy and stays with the Broncos the whole time, he, he blows away uh, all of Rod Smith's records. So, and, and I think as an overall receiver, I think he is a a, a better player. Not, not taking anything away from Rod Smith at all. Awesome. Thank you for the update. Mr. Verrilli says we're working. Yeah, again. we're back. I don't know what the problem was. Bobby Blackjack's chiming in saying, when should we expect Valenti TV? I don't know what that means. <laughs> That was our little take on uh, Demarius Thomas, Kurt. I want to throw a little spin out there for you guys for the Bronco Mania. That no, was great. Uh, awesome. Thank you, Dave, for, for joining us for that. No, I appreciate uh, it. And, uh, I just want to say thank you, uh, Kenny, for giving love to my LSU Tigers um, oh, awesome. as, yes. as a surprise team. And I guess me and Stitch just won't get along during uh, college football season. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Before you go, Dave, I need two minutes of your time. Before you go, I need two minutes of your time. I've been doing this with all our Rocky Mountain guests. I got okay. a quick rapid fire for you. Okay. All right. First question. Favorite current Bronco? Favorite current Bronco is a very unpopular guy, but my current favorite favorite Broncos drew luck because yeah. I just, I, I love his underdog, you know, status and, and everything. And I'm just hoping that I'm hoping he gets the job just to be quiet, mad up for a while. 
Nice. Don't tell Matt I said that, though. I know. I know. (laughs) How about an all-time Bronco? All-time Bronco. My uh, favorite Bronco is uh, Steve Atwater, and then close behind him is Randy Gratishar. Somebody who is definitely deserving of the Hall of Fame is Randy Gratishar. Awesome. Choice of one coach, Dan Reeves or Mike Shanahan? Shanahan all day. Okay, and choice of quarterback, Elway or Manning? Elway. I think I know where you're going to go with this one. Do you want your current uniform or a throwback uniform? I want the throwback, and I want the brown and yellow ones. The brown and yellow. Nice. Oh, that, that's my That's my thing. I was thinking you were going to go with the hat, that uniform. I like that. No, I, I love this one, too, but I just love the brown and yellow combination. A lot of people hate it, but I just love those uniforms, and I, I liked when they – what was it probably about four or five years ago when they were wearing throwback? Heck, it may have been longer than that. Yeah, when, uh, you know, you know why it was longer, Dave? Because I got two of them. I got a Brian Dawkins and a Champ Bailey one in those colors. Who who was the quarterback back then? Uh, the guy from Notre Dame, Brady Quinn. Yes, yes, I remember because he was quarterback when we when we were wearing those. So that definitely was a while ago. Yep, that's funny. Uh, I got a couple more for you, Dave. Uh, when you're at a Bronco game, your favorite tailgating food? Uh, wings. Yeah. And I'm trying to get a yes out of this one. Rocky Mountain Oysters, yes or no? Oh, yes. It, All it, right, I finally if, got a yes. If you have not tried them, I, I definitely suggest that you try them. Go ahead, you sis. Finally you try them, sis. How did I got a yes? What's the best dipping sauce for them? Oh, man. Ooh. Red, red hot. I wasn't expecting it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say um, almost like uh, like almost like a little thousand. Uh, remember the Thousand Island dressing? Okay, yes. sort of like okay. that, but with a little bit of Tabasco or something thrown in there to to heat it up a little bit. A little so, red hot. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. definitely. Or some Louisiana hot yep. sauce or something. Yep. So. Yep. And my last two questions, a bucket list stadium that's on top of your list. Uh, it, top of my list, bucket list for, for football or any sport? Uh, we'll say any sport. Um, that you, that you, that you, on top of your list that you have to see that you haven't been to. Fenway. I know okay. it's not going to be popular with you New Yorkers, but – no, well, I agree. I like that. I haven't been. I think I want to go. I Dave, I went. Me, uh, Jen, and I went two years ago. It is pretty cool. We went is Yankees, that? Red Sox. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. And I, my very, I, very last question for you, Dave: the Broncos' record this year will be. Um, I'm not as optimistic as Kurt and, and you were, Kenny, and I, I still think the Broncos are going to struggle a little bit. I'm hoping they're going to struggle a little bit because I do not want Fangio and I do not want Shermer back here next year. I think they are part of the problem with for Drew Locke. Um, I'm picking the Broncos probably to be eight and nine. You know, and, and let but I got that caveat as well. If we get Aaron Rodgers, then I'm picking us probably twelve and five, thirteen and four. Oh yeah, oh so, yeah. But hey, we'll find out by. Uh, Friday, he has to make a decision on whether he's going to opt out or not. So that that'll be interesting to see what he happens. And we also got another big thing coming up. I don't know if you guys touched on this. We talked about a little bit on our show today. Is the Bronco uh, ownership mess? So maybe another time I can come back and we talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Dave, so. I want to thank you. I'll let Kurt and Sis say what they want, but I want to personally thank you. And I always enjoy coming on your shows uh, uh, two o'clock Eastern time and uh, chiming in on your shows. So please check out Dave and uh, his son on his shows, Rocky Mountain Sports Report. But bottom of my heart, thank you for coming on. I love the connection we've all made these last few months and growing each uh, each week yeah. today. Definitely do, and I, I am looking forward to the uh, joint uh, Broncos-Giants pregame show. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. So Kurt's, Kurt's going to need some help there. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to be the only guy in Jersey going against oh, the we'll, 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 we'll come on your shows as well, and we'll get – Sis and I will get outnumbered. You know, and so, somebody made a statement. I can't remember if it was you, Sis, or you, Kenny. Uh, one of you two made a statement earlier, and I almost – picked up my computer and threw it across the uh, room. You're talking about uh, old uniforms and somebody mentioned the Phil Sims giants. Yeah. That was Kenny. Phil Sims, probably one of the most overrated quarterbacks of all time has his best day of his life against the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. He'd never done that before. Nope. It's like, come on. So you know what, Dave, Dave, one more game. But we we have one of our friends to the show. We have one of the receivers comes on with us. We'll have to tell you when he's coming on because he always, we always have him compare Sims and Hostetler for us when he comes on. Stephen Baker joins us every once in a while. Oh, okay, all right. Verrilli's we we always bust his chops about Baker because Hostetler was in the, the Bills Super Bowl, so he was in the Super Bowl with Hostetler. But Sims was his quarterback when he came up, so we always have a little fun with him with the Sims Hostetler comparisons. So he's who's he like better? He wouldn't tell. He, we can't get it out of him. He says he they both, say have, it, huh? both have the strengths and you know, yeah. likes both of his backs. Yeah. Not, the, the, politi- the politically correct uh, answer, it. I guess. Yep. Absolutely. Wow. Kurt, Sis, you want anything to add before Dave has to leave? Yes. Yes. Mr. Dave, me and you will be going at it November 6th. Oh, we and definitely will. And I will. And I will be at that game. Oh, well, yeah. And that, yes, that one's in Tuscaloosa, correct? Yes, sir. Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. I, I got a good friend uh, that I was in the Navy with uh, that's a, a huge Alabama fan. He lives down there in Tuscaloosa. So maybe I'll see if he can hook me up with some tickets and I'll meet you down there, sis. Oh, that would be awesome, so, man. That would yeah. be awesome. I, I've, I've always with, uh, Excuse me. I'm going down with four guys I played in college with, but uh, – Definitely looking for that trip. And then I won his jersey on our show <laughs> for the best picks in the draft, whatever. Uh-huh. And the, the last one I won on was Najee Harris. So I got a Devontae Smith jersey in the mail about two weeks ago. <laughs> it's a dynamite-looking jersey, man. So, yeah, so really what, cool. what what do you think of him? Do you, do you think he's going to be a good NFL player? Let me say this. I am so disappointed. I was sick draft night when Dallas pulled. They, yeah, he that kid's legit. I don't care if he's a hundred and sixty or whatever. That kid's a player. right. Yeah, so he definitely is. And I'm gonna tell you, if you've never been to Death Valley and Baton Rouge, Louisiana, you have to make a trip. In the, no, I've, ne- the, I've the, never been there. The nope. atmosphere is insane. So nope, never been there, big guy. So. Nope. Well, maybe maybe we'll make it a, a tradition, and we'll just start going back and forth to Alabama and LSU games, sis. There you go. That, that uh, again. Kurt and I will get... come down. We'll do the Auburn, Alabama. <laughs> Kurt and I will do. Oh yeah. If you if you can get down there, 
that would be dynamite because we're definitely we already got our tickets and we're going down, buddy. Yeah, I will reach out to my buddy and see if he can get uh, tickets. I know okay. I can get some, but they may be pretty pricey depending on how yeah, well she's doing. They're, they're, they're a little pricey, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely mm -hmm. are. So, hey yes, guys, I, I appreciate you guys bringing right, me on. Like I said, I'll be in touch with you. Yeah. We'll do something next week. I, I'll be available next week if you need me. For okay, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Anytime you guys want to hop on any of our shows, just let us know. And, and we'll same thing with you range. guys, Dave. You, Alex, Mike Matt, Mike. obviously, everybody there. Um, anytime yeah. you guys want to jump on, wants us, to come on. Any, anybody us. over there at Rocky Mountain wants to join us anytime. Doesn't just have to be for Bronco Mania. It could be any any, any topic. Anytime you guys want to find. Absolutely. All right. Hey, sounds, send, sounds send, me your web, send me your website when you get a chance. Oh, for the uh, Rocky Mountain Sports Report? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, sir. Definitely yeah. will. Thank you, right. Dave. Thanks, gentlemen. You guys have a great night. Have a you good too, night. Buddy. Thanks, Dave. Thank uh, you. Thank you, sir. Yep. See Kenny, I love when we I love when I get my Bronco friends on with me. Oh yeah. I'm I am i am I'm I'm thinking about starting a joint show next week and starting a whole pregame show for months. Hey, real quick, quick couple comments. Neely is saying, sis, you need to go to Dreamland Barbecue. I'm assuming that that's somewhere out in Alabama. I'm assuming. Um What's the name of what's the name of it? Dreamland Barbecue. Dreamland. Okay, I gotta you remember. You gotta write that, that down. And Virilli, I'm saying, gonna write coach, it down right now. You're gonna love this one, sis. He's saying, "Coach, make sure to bring bail money." LOL. Who who said that? Virilli. <laughs> um, Neely's saying he wants Kenny to answer the socks the socks trolling question. I don't remember what question he asked. So what is that, Neely? Ask the question and I'll tell him. I'm not sure which one you're saying. Um. <laughs> It's in, it's in Tuscaloosa, Cassis. So it's in Tuscaloosa. Borelli's also saying, why don't I have an open invite? Just have announced explicit language to follow. Can you imagine Verley and you in Alabama? You guys would be, no, you guys no. would be in trouble 20 minutes on the, you know, out of the, off the plane. Yeah, yeah we, would, uh, we would need a lot of bail money if Verley came. Have Rob repeat the question because I missed that too. Yeah, so. I, 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 don't, I don't remember. Uh, what do we got next, Mr. Kirkpatrick? It's 9.30 on the dot. We're actually on time tonight, which is shocking. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to skip MLB news because Sis hit it on the button with the Yankees. I want to do – football's been hot. You know, it's, it's, it's June 30th, and I'm ready for football. Football's been hot tonight. Dave was awesome. Sis had great, great segment earlier. There's five free agents out there still, and I got – Oh, oh, here's the question. Let's answer the question, Kenny. On where do you think these guys are going to go? Kenny, real quick, does he did ask a question. By the way, Mark is saying, hey, guys, how are, you, how are things? Tampa, he's giving us an update. I wanted to check anyway. Tampa Bay is up one nothing over Montreal, game two of the Stanley Cup Finals. The question is, and let's ask both of you, because you're both Yankee fans, all right? I'll start with Kenny, and then I'll get to Sis. Last weekend... The, the Red Sox honored Jacoby Ellsbury and Pedroia. He wants to know, did the Red Sox troll the Yankees by honoring Jacoby Ellsbury? I mean, listen, isn't he still getting paid by the Yankees? And by having a little ceremony for him, did the Red Sox troll the Yankees? Yes or no, Kenny? I think they did a little bit. 
it's the Red Sox. They get try and do anything they can, just like the Yankees will try and do anything they can. They've done it in the past to the to the to the Red Sox, you know, honoring people, you know, like yeah, absolutely. Anytime the Red Sox can get an upper hand on the Yankees, they're gonna do it. And Sis, vice versa. Says what about you? You think they trolled them a little bit doing the Ellsbury thing? Yeah, definitely, and Ellsbury's still getting paid. I mean so who so who's ahead of the game? Oh my god. That's yeah. Ellsbury might be I never thought I'd stay. It's up there with, with some of the worst signings. It's up there with the Bobby Bonilla. Nothing will ever beat Bobby Bonilla, but it's up there. I you know it's what? Close. You know what? It's, it's on the same mountain. It's on the same I'm mountain. I'm gonna say this. The Mets tweeted something today about a big announcement tomorrow. So I don't know if the payments are over tomorrow. Neely might know that. Because he's the Met guy. But I think it might be over. They're, they're, they were doing something. That Ellsbury, paying Ellsbury's on the same mountain, same mountain as, uh, as uh, you know, as Ellsbury. Tomorrow is Bobby Bonilla Day. But, but Rob, check out the tweets. The Mets are tweeting about a big announcement tomorrow, and they had a picture of it. Does, does tomorrow mean it's over? I don't know. Oh, nearly saying he thinks Cohen pays him out tomorrow. Um, that would be pretty cool. Imagine not getting, what is it, a million a year? Is it a million a year? Every year for, yeah. he hasn't played for how many years? Year. That'd be a nice yeah. life, right, sis? Um, oh, right, yeah. Let's answer this one. So another question from Eddie Murphy. Football question for you two Giant fans. Kenny, I'll start with you. Does Sterling Shepard get traded now with the rookie first-round pick and Ross now on the Giants roster? You want to go first, sis? Yeah, should he get traded? Is that your question? He's asking, do you think they move to the Giants with all, you know, they got the rookie, they got Ross, they picked up right. Galladay. Do you think they should, do you think they're going to move Sterling Shepard? No, he's got too much experience. They won't get rid of him. Again, that's just my opinion. Kenny. This nailed it in my opinion. He's He's got the most experience out of not only the wide receivers, but the whole offense, maybe the whole team. He's the, the longest tenured giant, at least on offense. You can't trade him. I think you can never have too much of a skill position, right, Sis? And and you know, if you got John Ross, he could be a he could be a, a sneaky player as a return guy or you know, come in for you know the stretch plays because of his speed, you know. So you use him as a specialist. And a rookie, it's a rookie. So you know, you're not you bring him in like a, you know, to do some gimmick plays and you have him in as well. I think, I think because of Shepard's and the last thing I think because of Shepard's injury history, I don't think he gets traded because he hasn't played a full 16 game season in, in a few years now. Um, Eddie Murphy is saying Shepard can't stay healthy and sis, listen to this. Oh, wait, sis left, but what well, you ready for this? Neely said, Bobby Bonilla gets a million dollars a year through 2035. Is that sick? You might get a buyout tomorrow. Might give him, hey, give him 15 million instead of 14. We'll buy you out right now. I mean, what's 15 million to Cohen? It's like $2 to me and you. Yeah. Seriously. It's like he's got more money than anything. So, Sorry about that, sis. By the way, nearly just nearly just came. It's nearly just answered this. Bobby Bonilla 
gets a million dollars a year through 2035. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, that's what happens. I want to do a quick five-minute segment with, and then we'll do Sisters Part Two. Okay. Of something, we'll stick with NFL. Five free agents, in my opinion, these are the top five free agents left on the board. And I want us to predict where they're going to go. You can give me one team or two teams. It's up to you guys. I'm going to start with Kurt. Le'Veon Bell. Where do you think he's going to end up? And will he end up with anybody before the season starts? I don't think he's – I think he's going to – it's going to kind of be like last year where, you know, somebody gets hurt week six. He he joins a team – um, you know, I would say New England, but New England. I mean, audience too, please. Audience participation too. So yeah, I, I, I would have always said New England because I think he would be a perfect Brady back, like in the backfield. You know, Tampa Bay. Can he go there? I mean, he got so many guys though. Um, you know what? I'm gonna Especially go on a limb. I'm gonna go. Ta- I'm gonna go New England. New England. I was thinking of them. I was thinking of them. They're on my list. Here's some answers. Verrilli saying he's going to be selling hot dogs in a stadium near you. And Eddie Murphy saying (laughs) that Bell is washed up. Is he going to sign with anybody? I I think he's finished. But as the season goes along, if somebody gets hurt and then they need him, yeah. If not, I think he's done. I think you nailed it, sis. I think he signs with somebody. But if he did sign before the season started, two teams that caught my eye possibly, the Seahawks, the Raiders. Okay. I can see the Raiders. How about Richard Sherman, sis? Yeah, he's a big mouth. He's a show-off. Never liked him. Could care less where he goes. Fair enough. Kurt, you got prediction for him? How about Dallas? They need quarterback, right? They didn't get one in the draft. I didn't think of him. Do they have the money is the question because they paid the other guy on the other side of the field. The other side of the the ball. Uh, I got two teams out there. I got Mr. Verrilli's Bears. They lost Kyle Fuller. And I got Coach Breslin's Washington football team. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Two teams that, you know. Eddie Murphy saying Bucks. I'm not sure if he means Sherman or uh, the other guy. Uh, Calderio saying Frisco again. Frisco again? That's not bad. How about Todd Gurley? Kurt? See, I think I think Todd, I think Verley doesn't want him. He said no. Um See, I think Gurley is a better fit in um, Seattle because they play that downhill run, running game, you know, like more than Bell. So I'm going to take Seattle because those running backs are always getting hurt. Yeah, I agree. Sis, Todd Gurley? Another one. Once the season starts, the running back goes down, he goes in. Eddie's saying Gurley will get a job before Bell. I agree. I got a sneaky one for Todd Gurley. I got the Dolphins, but my sneaky one, because this guy's always hurt. Pittsburgh? Joe, Close, same division. Bengals. Joe Mixon. 
Gio Bernard's older now. Mm-hmm. Especially it's just said if somebody gets hurt, I think that's yeah. the top choice. Uh, Pittsburgh, Kurt, you got Najee. He ain't going in. Yeah, that's true. You got yeah, you got the young kid. I'll do one more. One more. I got Golden Tate. Back to Detroit. <laughs> that's what I got, sis. We got <laughs> Patriots possibility. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Patriots could be a possible choice there. Mm-hmm. So that was just some remaining free agents available still that I threw out what, there. Mark Calderio saying Rams. That's a good one. What about the what about the football team? Oh, I got well, you know where he should go? I mean he went the Eagles. Seriously. I mean, he was there, but I mean, that's where he should. You know, they what receivers? They what they got? Devontae and uh, Rager. Well, what makes Golden Tate valuable? And I'm surprised he hasn't signed yet. Slot, slot receivers are valuable in the NFL. I could see him going back to Detroit. I really. Could. <laughs> yeah. Patriots are definitely on that list. You know, Ravens. There's a lot of teams. His his options are unlimited, as opposed to the other guys only having a couple teams. Yep. But Kurt, I think I'm ready for Sisters Part Two. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, we're gonna keep score. Oh, it's time for trivia. Time for trivia. We'll start with Mr. Valenti. The national sport in Canada is. Basketball. Lacrosse. Curling. No, it's lacrosse. Kenny, what country has competed most in the Summer Olympics, yet they never won a gold medal? What country? Jamaica? The Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, who's won more tennis grand slams out of these sisters? Servina or her sister? Serena. Very good. We got a plus. Kenny, what's the color of the goalpost in the NFL? What's the color Yellow. of the goalpost in the NFL? Yellow. Huh? Yellow. You got a plus. Mark, Mark is updating us. Montreal has just tied Tampa Bay 1-1. Keep us updated, Mark. Kurt. I just had the T-ball shot there, Kurt. Ozzy, oh, come on. How much, is it, how much is it NFL football way, Kurt? Well, a regular one or the one that Brady cheats with, the deflated No, no, a regular NFL football. <laughs> Two and a half pounds. One pound. Ugh. Kenny. Half a pound if you're Brady. They lost the first Super Bowl in 1970. What was the team? Yep. Vikings? Oh, you lucked out with that. I can tell the way you said it. Kurt. (laughs) 
youngest player ever to score 10,000 points in the NBA. It's not LeBron. I know this. It's not LeBron. Um... Kobe Bryant? It is LeBron. Ah! I thought it was Kobe. By the way, Eddie Murphy, Eddie's asking me, before I forget, Kurt, how is your manager job with MLB The Show going? Ah, not good. I have to restart it again because I screwed something up. I tried to get Odor on the team, and I messed something up with the roster. So I'm going to have to do a plan B with that one. Kenny, the first player last year to test for COVID-19, who was it? I don't know. Can I answer it for him? Go ahead. Rudy Gorbay from Utah. Kirk gets a plus. Yeah. He stole it from He stole it from you. We'll go to Kenny with this one. First player ever to shatter a backboard in the NBA. Oh, that's got to be. It's going to be an older player. I'm going to say Will Chamberlain. Chuck Connors. Oh, I would say Daryl Dawkins. Murphy saying so you're a video yeah. game. Brian Cashman. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was Daryl Dawkins too. Kurt, first major league player ever to throw over 100 miles an hour. That's easy. Nolan Ryan? You got it. Very good. Pulled that one out of his I did, I did. Kenny, the first player ever to appear on a Wheaties box. I think I know it. Hold up. You got to give a shot first. First player ever to appear on a Wheaties box. It's been around for a long time. Yes, it has. So go deep into the arcades. (laughs) I'm going to say, I'm just going to throw a name out there out of my, you know what. I'm going to say, Joe Namath. Nope. Kirk? All right. Virilli, uh, this isn't my answer. Virilli's saying Walter Payton. That is not correct, right? Uh, no. I'm going to throw this out there. Is it Bruce Jenner? Nope. Oh. Lou Gehrig. Oh, I thought for some Who was reason. was it? Lou Gehrig. Wow. Kenny, the fastest goal in the World Cup history, 0.8 seconds. seconds, 10.8 seconds, or 11 seconds? 8.9. Nope. 10.8. Kurt, Tom Hanks scored his first Academy Award movie in what movie? That's easy. Big? Very good. I knew that before the answer even came up today. Yep. Very good. Really saying he had no idea, but it's good cereal, Wheaties. 
1976 movie. This person said, are you talking to me? Who is the actor? Marlon Brando. Robert De Niro. I'm shocked. (laughs) I'm shocked you didn't know that one. I'm shocked myself. Kurt, in 1954, Marlon Brando could have been a contender. What was the name of the movie? Another easy one. It happened in Hoboken. I'll give you a hint. I have no idea. Godfather. No. On the waterfront. Come on, Verley. Verley's giving me Godfather. I didn't think Godfather. It's a 70. <laughs> Kurt answered Godfather, too. I didn't have no idea. Kenny, the highest movie that was rated R of all time, what was the name of the movie? Die Hard? Joker. Jack Nicholson. Good question. I like that. Kurt. Dirty Harry. Harry Callahan used this revolver in all his movies. What was the revolver he used? A 45. You missed it by one. It was a 44 Magnum. (laughs) <laughs> Kenny he's burying us Kurt yeah he's got us tonight Kenny the mask Dumber and Dumber Ace Ventura by Mark had the 44 too yep the mask Dumber and Dumber and Ace Ventura in 1984 who was the actor Mr. Jim Carrey you got one. Very good. Kurt, only team ever to play in every World Cup. Brazil. Wow. You pulled that out of your nose. Did I get right? it? Yeah. That was, yeah. that was a bottom of the ninth tie game right there. Woo! Kenny, if you don't know this one, I'm going to be totally embarrassed to say I know you. NFL all-time leading rusher, 18,355 yards. All-time leading rusher? 18,335 yards. Emmett Smith. 55 yards. Oh. Emmett Smith. Not a boy, Kenny. (laughs) Kurt. Single season most home record record rather with seventy three homers in two thousand and one. Who is that player? Barry Bonds. Oh, Kurt nailed that one. Very good. I got a bigger question for you. Do you remember where we were that night, sis, when we had were coaching at Ramapo and we were out on a no. Friday night and he broke McGuire's record? Do you remember where we were? Have no idea. Okay. Kenny. Was he showing the guns? Was he showing the guns? I don't know if he, he had the guns. But was he dancing away with his 
you have a nice little shirt, dress shirt on, dancing away in the shore. She was probably in seaside bamboo. No. Kenny. <laughs> Kenny, this receiver, Super Bowl career record, eight TDs. Who was it? He had eight. I'm going to say uh, Jerry Rice. Oh, got it. Very good. He's closing the gap, Kurt. We're heating up. Now we're heating up, Kenny. Kurt, longest <laughs> TD pass in a Super Bowl. 65 yards, 75 yards, 85 yards, 95 yards. And who was the quarterback who threw it? What's the what's the options again? I need the yards and the quarterback that threw it. Longest TD pass in the Super Bowl. 65, 75, 85, or 95. And the quarterback who threw that pass. It's something relatively recent. Um... <laughs> You're way off. <laughs> I'll say Troy Aikman and 65 yards. The answer is 85 yards. Jake DeLone to Muhammad. Ah, yeah. Yep. Against New England. You got it. Kenny, famous Dallas quarterback, the most fumbles in a Super Bowl. Roger Starbuck. Wow. Good one. Second Very time around the batting order, Kurt. I'm knowing the pitch. You're getting, you're, that's it. You picked up the pitch. You got the keys. Banging on the banging on the drums. Yes, he is. He's right there. Banging on the drum, Kurt. I think we only have one more for tonight. That it? That wrapping it up, sis? We got one more. Okay. Kurt, if you don't know the answer to this, you should be embarrassed. In 1946, this team won its first ever NBA game. I got to say the Knicks. Yeah, I gave that to you. <laughs> I told you I banged the drum. I gave you the hint right you gave, there. You gave me a little okay, layup. Let's see what, let's Banged see on the drum. Got. You don't get this banging on the drum. <laughs> you don't get this hint, hint. Kurt <laughs> got it tonight with a score of seven to six. Woo! Oh, congratulations. You got it in the bottom of the hey, night. Hey, we yeah. got a little, Kenny, we got 13 right. We did good tonight. Yeah. We, we, we had a, we were, we, <laughs> there's no more sticky stuff on Sis's arms. No, there. no, no, no. no. <laughs> We don't use that shit. That's it. <laughs> no. no, very yeah, good, Mr. Sis. Left. That was good. Good show. Well, here's a comment. Sis, I don't know how you're going to respond to this question. I mean, you might come through the screen with the python arms to Neely. But he's Neely's asking, was Sis on hand when Babe Ruth set the single-season home one record? 
I, yep, I was, I was in the stands eating two hot dogs and a, and a, and a what do you call it, a Pepsi. This could pass for Babe Ruth. Look at that. Very, give him the little Yankee hat. He could pass for Babe Ruth. He's got the uniform. All right, I got, a, I got something for five minutes, and what then we'll got? be closing. Thoughts. There you are. We got, we got some audience participation out there. Not bad for an old man. We got five minutes, sis. Wait, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got, I got an idea, sis. Next Wednesday, you, because you do it. Me and Kenny gotta wear tank tops like you wear, like a tank top like you wear. I don't even own a tank top. Cut one of those shirts. Well, we'll have Coach Breslin make us some tank tops. K and K Sports no tank tops. There, there we go. go. There so, go. It's cooler than this Wednesday. I'm going to wear my red King K shirt. Oh, yeah. He That's finally got cool. him. Yep. So. By the way, breaking. I got, I got right. something real go quick. Okay. We'll let you guys pick. We'll give, I'll give Sis the choice. Okay. Over, I got three, three, three players listed. <laughs> For each of these categories, you give me a category. Do you want NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, or coaches, sis? And then I'll tell you what the topic is. Coaches. Coaches. I got three coaches listed. We're going to do overrated, underrated, or fairly rated with these three coaches. I'm going to start with Kurt. Coach K is retiring. Is he, in his history, overrated, underrated, or fairly rated? Oh, he's underrated. He's for what he did. And I'm not saying this because Neil Neely's asking, "Am I turning into Evan Roberts?" And Eddie's saying, "Do they make small? Do make? Do they make the tank top small enough for me?" LOL. But this is for Neely. He's underrated. I mean, listen, he's the face of college basketball. He's been since, uh, you know. I mean, I, you had to answer Jenny Hoops that question and get her answer on that. But I'm going to say he's underrated. I, he's one of the best ever face of college basketball and made that place a powerhouse. So I'm going to say underrated. And sis, how about you? To- totally agree with Kurt just said. Totally. I'm not going to say he's overrated, but I'm going to say fairly rated. Only because, you know, it's Coach K, like his name is out there. And I'm going to come right back to sis with this one. Mark Nick, is saying underrated. Nick Saban, coach. Sis, underrated, overrated, or fairly rated? Again, he coached at a lot of colleges. The guy, I mean, to do what he did to surpass Bear Bryant, I think it says it all, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Sis. I mean, it's hard to say as an Auburn fan, but, um, you know, listen, if you're going to ask me as a pro coach, I'm going to give you a different answer. But for him to do what he does now with the recruiting and how he, I mean, listen, Alabama was not good before he got there. No, and he brought, And he got that team back and maybe the most powerful they've ever been. So. Yep, yep. Um, Kenny, we got a question for you, Kenny, from Eddie Murphy. How do you guys feel about Kevin Love making the Olympic team? That's a great thing I didn't mention earlier. Uh, I get get why guess why I I know why they did it, but I don't like it. He barely plays a season. Yep. And there's other guys out there that got snubbed, in my opinion. Totally One agree. being our guy in New York, Julius Randle. Totally agree. 
Tampa Bay, 2-1. Second period. Chris, what do you Thank think you, Mark. About, about Love being on the Olympics? I team? totally agree with what you just said. There's other players more deserving. So, yep. Back to Saban real quick. I think he was very, very underrated when he was at Michigan State and LSU. And then he went to Alabama and turned that team around. So he was underrated, you know, definitely underrated throughout his career. And like Kurt no said, doubt. in the no pros, doubt. a little overrated maybe in the pros. Yeah. But maybe yeah, fair rated because he didn't have the team. You know, maybe. Again, even- again it, college and pros are two different things. Yes. He, he was not a pro coach. Pete Carroll, he, he's one guy that I'm going to say that, you know, obviously he wanted both in the NCAA and on a professional level. But uh, he's one of the only guys I would say that did both. Yep. My, my last one, this is a good one, Kurt. My last one on my, my coaches for tonight. I'll start with you and then I'll go to this. Kyle Shanahan. I'm going to say he's fairly rated. I mean, I think he has the best offensive mind in football. But, I, you know, he does have the baggage. When I say baggage, he does have the choke job in Atlanta. You know, uh, the choke job against Kansas City two years ago. But um, he's fairly rated. I mean, he's still, listen, Marcus ain't overrated. I think he's the best offensive mind. He came from, you know, he was worked with his dad who was, I mean, the guy should be in the Hall of Fame, two Super Bowls with Denver. So I will say uh, fairly rated. Okay, and sis. He's not his dad. He's a good coach. He's not a great coach. And I would say he's, you know, he's so-so. I think he's a little overrated, like Mark said. You know, two times now, like you hit it on the button, Kurt, two times. Big choke jobs. You blew a big, big chance in Atlanta and then San Fran. Now he's got the quarterback situation. So we're going to see what happened with Mr. Shanahan and the Niners in a very tough very tough, possibly the toughest division in football with the up-and-coming Cardinals with the moves they made, Seattle and the 12th man, and the Rams with their new quarterback in Stafford. We're going to see how Mr. Shanahan is uh, underrated, fairly rated, or overrated this year. That's for sure. No doubt. No doubt. But that was uh, that was what I wanted to end the show with tonight, Kurt. I think it was uh, – Awesome show. Do you want to do closing thoughts? Yeah, closing thoughts, Mr. Sis. You could go first. Uh, closing thoughts. It was a great show. And uh, looking forward to the playoffs this weekend with the NBA and the Mets and the Yankees. Yep. I'll go next, Kenny. You could close it. I agree with Sis. I'm looking forward to a little Subway series. I really wish we could have saw DeGrom against the Yankees. Um but um, hey, you know, maybe that'll wait. Maybe when they go to City Field, um, same thing with Sis. And listen, we're a couple of weeks away from NBA draft, NBA free agency. I'm pumped up. And uh, boys, you know, football's here. Like you said, Sis, ten weeks from now, Alabama, Miami. So I am pumped up. I'm ready to roll. And uh, that's it. What about you, Mr. Kapatrick? Me too. Final me thoughts. Me too. This this weekend is huge for me. Subway Series. I've been down on the Yankees all year. Change my mind, guys. Go out and take two out of three from New York, the Mets. And I'll not saying I'm going to believe in them, 
but it's a step in the right direction. Lose two or three at home or get swept, I will not mention the Yankees again on this show unless you guys ask me a question. I will not start a show. I will not start a topic, a segment, anything Yankees if they lose two out of three this week. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, big thank you to Dave Slade from Rocky Mountain Sports yep. for joining us tonight yep. and everybody for the comments and questions. You know, love you guys being part of the show. And uh, going forward, we'll bring some of you guys in as guest co-hosts for this e- evening. Mr. Verrilli, Mr. Neely, any of you guys want to join us, get get in touch with us, and we'll bring you on for for a show, and you can co-host with the show. Absolutely. The whole show, right, Kenny? They, they're a co-host with yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Wednesday or Thursday, we do Wednesday and Thursday shows. We'd love to have you guys on. We always love the participation. Yes, sir. Great job tonight, guys. Yep. All right, boys. I'll see you guys tomorrow, and then we'll see everybody else next Wednesday. Have a good night.